Hi, thanks for listening. In 20 seconds or less, I wanted to ask if you would consider supporting the show with a one-time donation of $1 to $3. The funds go to subscription fees, equipment upkeep, and a general sense of well-being. Links in the show notes. And again, thanks for listening. Okay, on with the show. Chapter 36 Rebetta Pride was eighty years old, but she had never been in the habit of letting that be a reason to slow her down. Lately, though, she had been feeling like her resolve was weakening, along with her body. As the morning slipped into day, she stood looking out her window at forty acres of farmland. It was land that her and her husband had worked for all of the sixty years they had been married. Orland Pride had died the previous year, and Rebetta was glad he did. She was not glad he died because of lack of love, for she loved him more than her own life, but for what that death had spared him. Rebetta frowned and gave a huff at what she saw at her window, what she was glad her loving man never had to witness. Without a doubt, Rebetta harbored no resentment for Orland passing and leaving her to deal with the way the world had turned out. Orland was never a man to turn from his responsibilities, and he was faithful to them till the day he died. He knew his Rebetta to be cut from the same cloth, and he had loved her for it. Could he see her now, he would have wished her God's blessing and a true aim, and been confident she had both. Rebetta had them in spades, and those skills had served her well over the last several months. She gave a final frown at the thirty dead traipsing through her field, then turned away. With her cane in one hand and her shotgun in the other, Rebetta made her way slowly to the screen door. She raised the old double barrel and pushed it open. She eased herself down three steps of her front porch to an old wooden wheelchair. Her doctor had sent a letter to the insurance company, and they had approved the purchase of a fully equipped, motorized wheelchair one with directional control that could be used with two fingers. Rebetta Pride told the doctor she would have no part of that. It was bad enough she had to use a wheelchair at all, she had told him, but the day she couldn't move under the strength of her own arms was the day she wouldn't move at all. The good doctor had been wise enough to know that that was the end of that discussion. Resting the shotgun in her lap, Rebetta wheeled herself over the packed dry ground to her barn. As she got closer, a shuffler came around the corner, but it didn't scare Rebetta. It just made her mad. Be gone from here, you interloper, she said, before blasting the top of its head off with the ancient double barrel. The blast sent her rolling back. As the shuffler dropped, Rebetta reached into the pocket of her dress and pulled out a fresh shell. She jammed it in, snapping the shotgun closed. Placing the gun across her lap, she rolled into the barn. She parked the wheelchair by the door and grabbed a footstool. Going over to the massive harvester with more than a few grunts, she climbed up into the cabin. Rebetta settled in, then buckled up. When she was satisfied, she started the engine and drove out of the barn towards her fields. 
she engaged the massive blades on the front of the harvester and took aim at the first of the walkers. At the sound of the spinning blades, the walker turned and hissed. It was sucked into the harvester and disappeared in a slick mess. Inside, Rebetta snickered. Dang, interlopers, she said as she turned the wheel and headed for a group of three more. Inside the cabin, she barely felt a bump as she sliced and diced the dead to bits. A gleeful cackle came from her lips as she made a meandering course across her field, chewing up the dead foolish enough to trespass across her land. When the last one was dispatched, she turned the harvester back toward the barn and came to a stop. She reached into the other pocket of her dress and retrieved a large flask. Unscrewing the top, she took a pull of bourbon. A smile crossed her face as she felt the burn. Screwing the top back on tight, she replaced the flask. I love you, Jesus, and so I thank you for it, she said, as she drove the harvester back to the barn. Once parked, she shut it down and eased herself out. She hobbled over to the garden hose, coiled on a roller, and unwound a length. She put an arthritic hand on the knob. Her strength was gone, and she couldn't get the wheel to turn. Rebetta sighed as she stared at the hose in her hand. You'll have to wait for a cleaning today, I'm afraid, she said, looking over at her harvester. The blades dripped gore onto the ground. Rebetta went over and thought about cranking the handle on the hose reel, but just felt too tired. She leaned on her cane and stared out across her land. What's to become of our land when I come to meet you, Orland? she said. She dropped the hose and flopped back into her wheelchair. Rebetta pushed herself across the yard to her house, hauled herself up the steps, and went back inside. <laughs>